My name is Steve Grubbs. Welcome to this edition of Victory XR's VR AR webinar about education in the United States and around the world. And we have really an amazing, amazing story today uh, of all of the education stories we have been involved with in our four years of existence. This may well be our favorite. And a special thank you to uh, one of our guests here today, Sally Sanders, for making all of this happen. So we're lucky enough to work with Morehouse College. And uh, Morehouse has an, an amazing program that I will not describe. I will let uh, our, our guests describe. But uh, let me introduce first Deshante Carmen. Now, Deshante has a really long title because apparently he's pretty important at Morehouse College. But I'm going to say it real quick. Assistant Director of sponsored academic initiatives for the provost office of Morehouse College. See, I only get like two words in my title, so uh, that, that, that's a big deal. So welcome to Shante. Second is Sally Sanders, and Sally is the program manager for the TRIO program. And she works in eight states, I think primarily in the southeast uh, part of the United States. And of course, if, uh, if you don't know, Morehouse College is, is in the southeast. And then finally, we have Julian Smith. And Julian was the, is the uh, instructor for field trips. And if you know anything about Victory XR content, you know that we love our field trips. And we have field trips all over the world, including the Great Wall of China, Iceland, uh, the, great, the, the, the Redwood Forest, and even a dairy farm in Iowa. So that was, uh, you know, to be able to take kids on field trips all around the world, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and just um, get started and throw out the first question to Sally. Sally, would you talk to us? Uh, you first approached us and, and you had an idea that you wanted to integrate really this advanced technology that, that only those really on the cutting edge uh, were interested in. How did you become interested in this cutting edge technology and say, okay, I want to introduce this to the students in our program. Well, I guess you have to understand, um, Steve, Steve, right? Or That's right. You have to understand that I'm an educator first. I have been in education for a very long period of time. My area of concentration, of course, is the biological sciences, but I acted as chairperson for both the biological physical sciences and had uh, a large number of very competent people who worked in my department uh, for a very long time. This is on the high school level. I've also taught on college level and done research with the Department of Energy in the great state of Washington. Uh, so I know what I'm looking for. When you, when you look for curriculum that meets the needs of students, you have to have an understanding, a basic understanding of the physical and the biological sciences if you're going to do justice to these students. That means give them information that is going to be fundamentally and basically knowledge-based so that they get very cutting edge education as far as the subject matter is concerned. But this 
summer, we had a different situation. We're having a different situation. That's because of the pandemic. And I knew that we would not have an opportunity to take our students on trips to their interesting places like NASA facilities and um, uh, both in Virginia, Chickatick, Virginia, and in Texas, where I have carried my students before. So I needed to have a program which would allow them to go on trips virtually and get similar experiences and then let the subject matter instructors uh, take that information, that virtual trip and uh, just do whatever they need with it. And the students would not be just sitting in the classroom or sitting, staring at a screen and doing nothing else. And I found the your program. The unique thing about your program is that it allows not only the virtual reality, but it has a curriculum that is correlated with the expectations of high school students. And that's, I thought was wonderful. That's how I ended up with Victory XR. Well, and, and kudos to our curriculum specialist, Renee Gadella, for the efforts that, that she made in, in seeing that everything was uh, basically tied to the NGSS standards as far as our science curriculum. Uh, Deshante, you are, as far as I understand your role as with this program, you're in charge of making sure that um, that the right technologies and new learning instructions are are, are integrated into the learning. Is, is would that a is that how you would describe your role? And then b what what are your thoughts on why this program is necessary? Maybe you could even describe the program a little bit. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yes, um, definitely. Uh, I'm one of those people at the, at the college who's able to implement new strategies as far as education. And this is something that I'm really excited about uh, before I met Ms. Sanders, but she uh, helped me implement it to a younger generation on top of the crowd that we were already trying to implement it with. So the story was, I was at a UNCF conference and uh, Ed Smith-Lewis introduced me to Labster, and I kind of got to know Labster, John Pilata, and when we connected, the more I found out about it, the more I felt that it suited the life sciences, and, you know, I read that other universities were doing it, so I thought Morehouse should have a shot at trying to implement these virtual realities of life sciences inside the classroom set. And lo and behold, because of COVID, it worked out. And I do think this is the wave of the future because one of the great things about this is lab safety and introducing students to a different form of learning. And let's be honest, young kids like video game type stuff. And, yes. <laughs> and, and implementing those type of things and those type of systems into the educational field with that generation really uh, will send learning to another level. You know, uh, one of our sayings around our company is when kids love to learn, they learn a lot. And, I agree. and that is really our, our mission is to make learning so fun that it, that they just absorb everything coming at them. Can, can, um, 
Could you talk a little bit, Sally, about the, who are these students in this program and what's, what's your age group and, and how do you find these students across eight states? Well, I, I think we may need to make clear that the TRIO, our Upward Bound program, is a program that has the honor of being associated with Morehouse College. And of course, we are on the Morehouse campus and we represent Morehouse College. Um, Mr. Carmen, on the other hand, is a part of the Morehouse, it's of the college itself. And because we are a TRIO program associated with Morehouse College, uh, our program is determined by the Department of Education. We write grants. Our grant that represents the Southeastern Regional Program is written specifically for those students who live in the Southeastern region of the United States. So we cover the states of Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Alabama, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, uh, Mississippi. And uh, we recruit these students and they come to the Morehouse campus when possible. Of course, this summer that did not work, but um, your program made it possible for them to have the experiences that they normally get based on the grant that uh, we wrote and that of course was accepted. And that's how we end up with these students. So we have students in classes, we have four STEM classes, uh, aviation, chemistry, wow. biology, and physics. And these students are in all of these eight states. And with your program, we were able to bring them together um, with, by use of the virtual headsets. They all had, they all were provided with virtual headsets. And then the teacher of the program that we hired for the summer is Mr. Smith. And Mr. Smith was able to um, have conversations with them uh, and bring those conversations into the sciences, the science classes that they are involved in. And uh, that's how we are stretched across the southeastern region of the United States. So, so Julian, talk to us a little bit about that. How, so uh, I know that we shipped more than 100 headsets to students all over. And, and you had the confidence that these students were going to be able to receive this, this piece of technology that maybe they'd seen before, but my guess is many of them had really not interacted much with before, because most people I know haven't interacted much with VR headsets yet. And, and yet you made it work. Talk, talk to me, before we talk about the field trips, which I really want to get into, but talk to me about just the experience of, of how you made that work with, with all these students, because there were so many of them. Well, um, Mrs. Sanders has organized the, the program in such a way that I plugged myself in where um, there were, the students were divided in their classes and each day I had a different set of students. So as the students um, received their um, headsets, we communicated through Google Meet. Okay. Through Google Meet, we 
communicated and um i was able to uh, yeah communicate the the ideas as well as to parallel what we were learning to stem and to um highlight the information presented as well as um, reinforcing STEM fields. And what was the reaction of the students when they, when they received these headsets and they're trying to figure it out? Can, can you describe some of your specific interactions with students and, and, and being able to travel different places? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you, did you hear my question? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and they were excited because uh, um, it's, it's brand new. Um, and I, I had the students uh, to put their headsets in and, or more so headphones rather, to plug it up. And um, they were very, very responsive. Um, they were engaged where, where I may have stopped sometime to say, make sure that we are on the same point um, and to get a response to them, uh, from them, uh, about to, to ensure okay, that we were on the same, um, at the same point. And they, they enjoyed it. Specifically, they enjoyed the space. Uh, travel was one module that stood out just being able to to see vividly and to feel um uh, one student used the word immersed to yes. to is one thing to read about a galaxy and it's it's another to travel and and be um in the midst uh immersed in space yes um so they were, um, and they also, they did retain information um, um, very well. Um, what, in, were, in, what was the favorite field trip that students went on? If, if you could, if there was a favorite, or maybe one or two of the favorites, or, or I know that Adventures in Space is really cool because who doesn't want to fly a, a Millennium Falcon into a black hole? So that, that's cool. True. But other, on, on those where they were here on Earth, Mm -hmm. What was their favorite? I, I, I know my favorite is still the Great Wall of China, but I'd be curious what this um, We also uh, enjoyed um, the Tennessee Aquarium, um, the Coral Reef. So we had uh, four weeks, and I had 45 minutes um, in a class. So um, we were able to do about one module. We, we did a we did the urbanization, coral reefs, um, space travel, and um, there's another one. So urbanization, I think that virtual field trip was to Hong Kong. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's that was nice as well. Um, as far as um, things that could help improve, I don't not. I don't know technology, but if there is some type of way where the teacher could see what the student is looking at, um, that was a bottleneck in the in the process 
Well, Julian, it, it's funny you say that because Sally is way ahead of us. Okay. Has, yes, Sally has arranged. Can I can I tell this, Sally? Sure. Okay. Sally has arranged for the field trips to be all taken together, the teacher and the students wow. all together next year in the same room. Wow. And uh, so we rolled out our Victory XR campus a little bit too late to, uh, to, to use it in this summer's program. Uh, we rolled it out in mid-June. But next year, when you go on a field trip, the teacher and the students are all in the same room together and all experience mm. the field trip at the same time. And, yes. and in fact, uh, teachers will be able to take a human heart and hand mm. it out to the students, and then the students can expand that human heart so that it's seven mm. foot tall and step inside it, and, and so much more. So um, the, the, let's talk a little bit about the headset. So Sally, originally when we were talking, we were talking about the Oculus Go. Very affordable headset, but, but during the time that we were talking, Facebook announced no more Oculus Go. We're done with that headset. And so suddenly we had to pivot pretty quickly. And so we pivoted to the Pico G2. And uh, talk to us a little bit about how that worked out for the program. I think that it worked out very well, uh, Stephen. I, I think the students um, were able to use the headset. They enjoyed the headset. It wasn't too heavy. Um, it provided the, the degree of, of a mobility that they needed as far as 360 degree view that they needed. Uh, and um, I'm not that familiar with the Oculus, but I am very pleased with the Pico G2 that we used. Yeah, it, it actually was an upgraded headset. Uh, and so it, it turned out, I think, better for the students. And, and I'm, I'm also interested, at, at the end of the program, you had a little bit of a surprise for the students. Can, can you talk a little bit about that surprise? Now, is this the host that we're talking, our honored guest that I told you about? Well, no, but I'd be interested in that too. I, I, as I understand it, they, each of the students got a little gift at the end of the program. Of course. <laughs> now I know what you're talking about. We allowed the students to keep the headsets. They were absolutely, what they didn't believe it. But I said to them at first, there's some things that you have to do. You gotta keep your grades um, as best you can. You gotta make sure that you're in classes every day when you're supposed to be there. If you can't be there, we have to know what the problem is. There were guidelines they had to follow. And I said to them, if you do all of these things, who knows, maybe you'll get a chance to keep your headset. Well, of course, we knew from the very beginning that we'd probably end up letting them keep them, but they loved the idea. Now, what they promised to do is to take these headsets back to their high schools, uh, make sure that the principals and the counselors and their teachers uh, have an opportunity to see the experiences that they had at Morehouse College 
doing their summer uh, experience. Uh, and uh, they, they're thrilled. Well, here, here's one of the parts of the story that I love the most. And, and you know, it's particularly relevant this summer. There's a lot of talk about equity in education. And what you have done for these 100 plus students across the Southeast is you have given them not just a great summer education, but you have given them a leg up on all the other students moving forward if they continue to, to utilize this, this type of learning. And, and what a, you know, I, I don't want to use, I hate to use the term head start, but what, what a great advantage uh, this is for, for these students. And I love that piece of it. You want to talk a little bit about, about equity in education and the goal of, of making sure these students are, are, you know, the best educated in their schools. Well, you know, Steve, um, the, 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 one of the advantages of TRIO and uh, Upward Bound programs is that we serve the low-income student we serve those students who are on the socioeconomic level that uh, creates a lot of issues for them educationally. And uh, it pleases us in TRIO to be able to provide for them some of the things that we know that normally they would not be able to afford on their own. Uh, we want, we provide experiences for them, trips for them uh, this year with the, with the headsets. Uh, and these are things that we take for granted, but these students are very appreciative. And let me tell you that they wrote um, essays and Mr. Smith can tell you a little bit about the essays that they wrote expressing their appreciation and expressing the experiences that they had with the headsets. So I think the headsets become kind of an equalizer, if you will allow me to use that term, uh, for the kind of students that we serve. Um, our students, there's, there's no reason why they should not be able um, to have the same experiences that other students have. And this summer we provided it for them and hopefully next summer they will have the same kind of experiences, but with some additions. Now, let me explain to you the um, honored guests that our students had in their program. Um, there is a director of the NASA program whose name is Vanessa Weish. This Vanessa Weish uh, was our guest, our honored guest this summer at Morehouse. Uh, and she provided a lot of incentives. She provided career options and invited the students to look at some of the programs that are provided by NASA. So that was the kind of surprise that I thought you were talking about at first. Well, that's a pretty great surprise as well. Oh, yeah talking about the advantage of technology and, and frequently technology is one of those things that if you're more capable of affording it, then, then you gain the advantages. Um, and, and so, you know, the fact that you focus on that, I think is important. I, I know, and I hate to date myself, but, you know, I saved, I worked at A&W as a stock boy. I saved my money, 
bought myself a Commodore 64 and I was the uh, student on my dorm floor to have a computer. And, and I know uh, what an advantage that gave me um, to be able to not use a typewriter, <laughs> to use a computer. Oh my gosh, so maybe Sally, you, you understand what I'm oh, yeah. talking about. But uh, so Deshante, talk a little bit about, um, you understand the impact of technology overall and maybe the most relevant thing that, that I would love to, to get out there in this podcast right now is this fall is going to be very yeah. tricky for colleges and, and everybody's looking at how to integrate technology to, to make education continue to work. Uh, what, what are you seeing at Morehouse College as far as uh, going back to school this fall and how technology can impact that? Well, technology has to have a, a big important role in how we move forward, uh, even after the pandemic is over, because times are changing in the way people learn and engage. But as far as going back in the fall, technology will be a huge piece in Morehouse College's role for the future because what we're learning is through the Lapser thing is the engagement of different ways to approach learning really impact the way students receive messages uh, as far as instruction as students. And through the TRIO program, I'm, I'm pretty sure Ms. Sanders can agree with this, you know, having that type of technology helps students engage and further educate themselves in learning in, in a pretty neat way. And as far as engaging technology uh, again in this fall, I think that you know how we deal with the students in the future uh, will depend on how we deal with the pandemic. And as far as having programs and other technological outlets for students to use, um, because they're unable to have face-to-face -face settings. Well, I will tell you this: what you do matters because. As I was telling various people in the tech world or tech community what we were doing with you, um, not a single one said, who's Morehouse College? Everybody knew, everybody knows who Morehouse College is and the fact that you're, you're leading, really leading in some of these areas, it matters and it sets a, an example for others to follow. And, and so I, I'm glad that you're, you're looking at how you can continue to be a leader in this space. I want to um, close out by giving each of you a chance to, to, to answer sort of a final, a little bit open-ended question. But if, if you think about your best hope for learning over the next five years, um, and, and particularly uh, how to, to make sure it's equitable and, and all of those students, whether they're in challenging situations or not, have, have access to the best education. What do you see, what's your optimistic view on how this will occur? And, and so um, why don't we start with Deshante and then uh, go to Julian and finish out with, uh, with our friend Sally. Well, the best way that education can further in general, as we mentioned, you know, throughout this talk was technology. And for both sides to understand technology, as far as the teacher and the student, it will go a long ways in the way. We 
because of the pandemic, let's be honest, online classes will be on the rise because people will be so used to teaching online that, you know, it'll be more of a commodity. So schools that traditionally don't do that are now doing But the, the great thing about this is the ability to, to, you know, to have different ways of learning. And there's a lot of virtual reality stuff out there, a lot of games that can be implemented educationally in the classroom. I've talked to a couple of different companies. I mean, it, it's, it's really exciting to see what's gonna happen educationally. And I think the students should be excited because even when we go back, now they have a different platform. And I think faculty members should also be excited because now they have a chance to implement their stuff and stuff students like. So I think a happy medium can occur. That's great, thank you. Julian, what, what's your best hope? Well, I, I think that this is, we are uh, at a platform, a foundation that uh, merges corporate America, providing resources to whether it be the public school system or, you know, collegiate institutions um, to help um, equalize or provide equity in education. And as a classroom teacher, I like the, um, I, because of society's modernization with cell phone, which is a real issue in learning is students have through the virtual reality headset, this individualized personal experience, which cuts down um, some classroom interruption as a, as a classroom teacher. Um, and I think that uh, my, my hope in particular, as I hosted the field trips, one of the most important responses that I saw from the students was they now they can see why they are learning this information as opposed to i'm just doing this for a grade now i see i can be a marine biologist i can be oh this is our this is why architecture oh this is this is why i need to study biology so that i can help solve this situation oh and it's 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 more it creates um this it sparks the the students learning um in ways that um, traditional methods don't have. Thank you. A, mm -hmm. that's, that's great. Sally, why don't you wrap it up? <laughs> well, I just see education changing as far as methodology is concerned. Uh, and change is difficult for a lot of people. Um, less difficult for students because they enjoy technology. For educators, we have uh, other issues. So um, I see the future being wide open to students and to educators who are willing to make the necessary adjustment in how this information is delivered to the students. Um, I do feel that from now on, even after we uh, conquer this uh, pandemic that we're in right now, uh, that education will never go back to being what it used to be. 
Uh, it is necessary to be familiar with platforms that you can use to get information to the students. Morehouse College uses Blackboard. That's just wonderful. Um, in our science classes, we're using not VIX, not, well, I suppose I shouldn't use the name, but we don't use the large robots anymore. We can use the smaller robots like the Sphero boats, and these can become individually involved with the student regardless of where they are. It's just like the headsets. We can send those to the students. That's different. And then they do uh, whatever it is that they need to as far as data acquisition and analysis is concerned in their own homes. I don't think that is going to just end abruptly. I think that these new techniques, the virtual reality, Labster, Blackboard, um, all of these are going to be a part of education from now on. And I am grateful that I found out about um, virtual reality and the program that XR, that Victory XR used. And I'm absolutely delighted that it is based on next, genera next generation standards so that regardless of where the students are in the United States of America, they are being exposed to the same expectations. It's just that the methodology that is used for getting this information over to the students now are on a different level. That, that information is on a different level. So we're using technology like never before, and I see a bright future for using that technology. Sally, you are such a techie. I love that. Um, so let, let me just wrap it up by saying, you know, one of the things that I, I've been very fortunate to travel a fair amount. I've traveled around the world to China, to Europe, to so many places. And, and, and I have gotten to know and love the Chinese people. So no matter what I read in the newspaper, you know, there is no animosity on my part with the Chinese people because I've traveled there. And, and, and once you travel and meet people, it's very difficult to, um, to hate people. And so our hope is that with these virtual field trips that we, that children learn that there's a great big world out there and there's so much to learn and to love. And so um, for Morehouse College and for the, the Upward Bound and TRIO program, thank you for uh, allowing us to be a part of your summer and, uh, and congratulations on really, you know, instead of giving up and rolling over uh, when this pandemic hit, you uh, pivoted and were very entrepreneurial. And that's a lot of people didn't take that path. So thank you and congratulations. On behalf of uh, Victory XR, for all our listeners and viewers, thank you again for joining us. And uh, keep an eye on this channel. We'll have another very interesting episode next week with uh, a special guest from HP. All right, thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you.